Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk from a Biblical Perspective. And I'm your host, Monique Starlings, and we will begin this podcast with a discussion from a biblical perspective in the 21st century as to how the word hate, hated, and hatred looks. Now, this podcast is um, going to be taken into segments, actually, because I want to touch on the different areas of hate and how that looks uh, from a, from the, from an American standpoint, from a church standpoint, and then from individual lives. Remember, even though the things that you're going to hear me say, it's still to help us all walk in our deliverance. And I'm going to give some tools towards the end. The word of God, I'll say this and I'll continue. The word of God is a two, is like a two-edged sword that um, goes through every joint, bone, and marrow. And when we are dealing with the word with truth, hatred hates it. So I'm going to define from, a, from the biblical text what the word means. I'm a definition person. I believe definitions are very to grasp the concept of what they're dealing with. So I'm going to begin. The definition of hate, hated, hatred. Hate, hated, hatred. It's defined as to the dislike or detest, often with enmity or malice. Strong emotional aversion. As we can see that the spirit of hate cuts down, I'm sorry, cuts deep into the soul, the heart, and the spirit of man. And we as Christians have to guard our body, our soul, and our spirit from this infested spirit called hate, hated, or hatred. It's also like, it feels like um, a gun or gunpowder that's going deep into the soul, into the wound, and into the spirit, into the flesh. It sounds like a gunshot going into the wound. That's not physically killing you, but it's killing you. Now, I want to reflect on this spirit called hate and see how it, it has ripped families apart, friendships, business partners, church members, different ethnicity groups, 
and different groups of color, not to mention hating our Creator, the Maker of heaven and earth. Yes, hate has infiltrated the Creator, the one who made us, the one who loves us. However, tonight I will focus on the past and current issues dealing with the building of America and the government in the United States. I may not be able to address all of these issues on the podcast tonight. I may have to break this down into several podcasts in order to get to the to the root of what hate looks like in the United States. Moreover, I want to cover the issue of hate from many angles, but tonight it will not happen. We will focus on the building of America through hate. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Leftovers. Or. The DMV. Or. House cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In this podcast, that the Holy Spirit is protecting our mind, our soul, our spirits, our thoughts, and our hearts. To receive what hate looks like, the spirit of hate that has infiltrated into America since the beginning of building. Tonight, if we are all walking in the spirit of truth, we will all agree that the spirit of hate helped build this country. You will ask yourself, where is she going with this? Audience, please, if anyone's out there and they want to make a comment, um, I can address it, but um, we'll continue. So everybody can, you can, you can do a chat, you can make comments if you'd like, and if I see it on the chat box, I can address it. Now we're going to start with the building of America and the first group of people through history that we know that we know of that were affected. Now, according to the National Humanities Center, the taking of Indian land was conducted by Europeans from 1707 through 1765. This was seen through the media-driven image of the white man's conquest on the focus of Indians, American, Indian, Indian Americans. In the 1800s, this was seen by being forcibly moved to resource barren 
reservations. In other words, this was seen through Indians being sent on reservations, coupled with many dying from battle, disease, and harsh conditions, the earlier chapter in history. However, in the last 1600s through the 1700s, the Europeans were driven by the less dramatic mechanism of land negotiations between Indians and colonists. So we first receive a taste of hate through the destruction of the Indians being forced from their lands, them having to battle, diseases being brought in through the Europeans, and harsh conditions that they had to live in. And I am more than sure hate was driven by the Europeans and caused the Indians to have hate within them. So after the Indians, then we start dealing with the indentured servants. And the indentured services, uh, servants, if anybody realize and understand that, they were considered the lesser people in European. They were considered the poor white trash. They were considered less than society. And when the European counterparts, their ancestors who had a higher stature of living brought them to America, this is what they did. So in a like manner, according to history, the spirit of hate started when underclass indentured servants were forced to work in a system of unfree labor combined with a, a bond to sign or forced contract to work without pay for the owner of the indentured for some time. That the contract often let the employer sell the laborer of an indentured server to a third party. So now we have the Indians that were here in America. The Europeans came. They did what they did to them. Then they took their own indentured servants, as I said, of underclass. And the words that I use, I'm not being racist, but these are the words that were used for their own people. Well, we know through history that the indentured servants didn't last long and they couldn't, um, they could not put up with the, the atmosphere, the hard terrains that needed to be done. So then we come and we see the slave trade for more than 2,000 years. People in many different parts of the world have forced their fellow humans into slavery between about 1500 and 1900. Europeans forcibly uprooted millions of people from throughout West Africa and West Central Africa. I know this to be true through my DNA and shipped them across the Atlantic in conditions of great cruelty. To refer to the Africans who were enslaved only as slave, they were stripped from, from their identity. They were 
They were, for instance, farmers, they were merchants, they were priests, they were soldiers, they were goldsmiths, and even musicians. They were husband and wives, they were fathers to their children and mothers to their sons and daughters. And they could have come from the areas of Yoruba, Igba, Akins, or even Congolese. European slaves despaired them across the Americans to lead lives of de-degradation and brutality without thought for their personal lives. Millions died in the process. As a result, people of African descent, which I am one of them, and of European descent, are spread throughout Americans, America and Western Europe. This is called the Africa Disapora. Now, we are wondering why there is so much hate, so much hate that is being raised up or raised up because hate took Indians and put them on reservation. Hate brought um, indentured servants to work the land and to sell them off. And then we had the slave trade that brought West Africans and from West Central Africa, people that had their own identities in their own country, were forced by hate, infiltrated in the hearts of men to work for them for free so that they could build their wealth. And we have to deal with this topic. We have to deal with it because it's some wounds that still has not healed. It's some wounds where things are being brought up and they're not being brought up properly. It's causing those wounds to infiltrate more hate, like salt being poured on a wound. And the heart is, is becoming angry and anger turns into to rage and then rage turns into hate. And we have to deal with that and from a biblical perspective because without Christ in our lives, without the Spirit of God helping us, we will, we will become the same thing we hate. I want to present um, a little history on how hate and hate hated were infiltrated through the great country called the United States. The spirit of hate combined with hatred was shown through enslaving a human being from another for, uh, for others again, through the backbone of another human being to bring another person riches and wealth, through keeping another human being identity suppressed, through senseless beatings, murders, rapes, starvation, war, and separation of land and family. This is what hate looks like and what hate looks like in America. I go on and on. I can go on and on, but I'm sure most of you understand now how the spirit of hate looks. And I'm going to begin with the country we live in, the country that we call um, the home of the free, the home of the brave, where blood 
and all colors were shared for freedom. The United States pushing hatred in the 21st century. Now the information that I gave to you, it came as far as the beginning of the 1700s. And here we are now in the 21st century. But yeah, we can even go further as I talked about over 2,000 years ago, starting from the 1500s. And now, like I said, we are in the 21st century. The Bible says, when justice rules a nation, everyone is glad. When injustice rules, everyone groans. And this comes from the book of Proverbs. 29.2. Again, the Bible says, when justice rules a nation, everyone is glad. When injustice rules, everyone groans. And this comes from Proverbs 21.2.
that have called Mexicans and Mexican descendants that they are the ones that bring drugs into the United States. Again, putting a race of people in a group that all Mexicans are, are, are not friends in the United States are bringing drugs into the United States. That Mexicans of Mexican descent have brought crime into the United States. Like this one particular group has that much wealth and that much power that they are the ones solely bringing crime into the United States. And that Mexicans and Mexican descent are all rapists. As a Christian, that is offensive. And I have, I've done my DNA and I have no Mexican descendant in me. But I have a son whose fiance, whose fiance is a Mexican first generation. And that is very offensive to me. But then I have to apply the words of God, which I will share later with you all, to help me get through a given day. I'm not only giving this to you of how to receive. You have to receive what you're hearing. But then truth has to always cover and abide anything that we receive. And sometimes, audience, that means that we are going to have to take the time to open up the Word of God. And not to only just take the Bible, but take other um, tools, um, go through history, and see how the spirit of hate has been infiltrated in many different cultures and through many different leaders. Now I'm going to talk about the Muslims. The Vox explained that the leader placed a Muslim in, a Muslim, Muslims entering the U.S. and suggested that a judge should remove himself from a case solely because of the judge's Mexican heritage. Now, is that bias? Is that racism? Is that hate? Don't give me your own opinion, and I'm not going to take my own opinion, but I will take this from the Word of God. And the Word of God tells me that those are hate, hateful thoughts. Because God is a God of love, he's not a God of hate. Now we're going to move this to even more current event that's taking place now, which is the COVID-19. Many of you who have watched the uh, Zoom, where we dealt with the pestilence, the truth, from scholar articles explaining where we know that the coronavirus, as they call it, the plague, has come and did come from the region of China, Japan, the Philippines, all in that area. I even went on to explain um, the different foods and things that were eaten to detect this. Am I being racist? No, I'm bringing forth facts. But just because you bring forth facts, that doesn't make you a racist. That doesn't, you're not spewing hate. 
you're just going to where the source is. Now in China, hatred has been seen in the government by blaming all Chinese people for the coronavirus. Now that's where the hatred comes in. It's saying that all people in that region are the reason and the cause of people in America catching it. That's not a true statement. The statement that is truth is that it came from that region. And in that region, certain people, because of the things that they ate in those regions, caused the virus to um, manifest in those regions. And it was quoted by a leader in America saying, the coronavirus is now called the Chinese virus. And this was um, printed in the Washington Post. The leader who was diagnosed with coronavirus was fueled by renewed attacks against the Asian, against Asian Americans and became hostile towards China across social media. According to research with civil rights group, the Anti-Defamitation League. Now again, we do have a government and we do have a leader that has pushed these things and said these things. Things that I have heard myself. Again, we are to bring the facts and where the facts come from, but we are not to to become racist and depicting that all Asian Americans are the cause of the virus. That is racist and hatred to the to the utmost. And I will I will I will give you some information because I myself I, I will speak about the region. And I spoke about this region and I gave some information that was warranted for truth to be known. Um, the, 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 the plague, the Punomic plague, started in 1910 to 1911. And there were known scientists that experienced these things. In those regions, there was first the rat, and that was that was the first uh, pronomic, which was from 1910 to 1911. Then we had another plague that um, that was shown, and this dealt with rats. Then the the most current plague, no, and then we had the plague of the bats, where scientists were trying to tell the Chinese government that this plague was being infiltrated through the through the animals, through the the things that they eat in that country, and they actually tried to silence these individuals. Again, you can go on my channel, Monique Stallings Ministries, and I have that Zoom conversation about that. You can also go on Facebook and you can listen in on that um topic in reference to the history of the plague, which happened almost a century ago. And you can get the particulars, but we're going to move on.
Now I'm going to move forward as it relates to the African descendants. And this, again, another hatred move spoken by the leader or leaders in this country who call themselves men and women of God who have allowed hatred to come in the form of lies and racism. And this particular article came from the Fox Media. And they had some particular quotes that was spoken by the leader of this country. It says, this long history is important. It would be one thing if Trump misspoke one or two times. But when you take all of his actions and comments together, a clear pattern emerges, one that suggests that bio-tribe bio is not just political optimism on Trump's part, but a real element of his personality, character, and, and career. Trump has a long history of racist controversies. Here's a breakdown of Trump's history taken largely from Daryl Lynn's list from Fox and an opt by Nicholas Kristoff in the New York Times. In 1973, the U.S. Department of Justice under the Nixon administration, out of all administration, sued the Trump Management Corporation for violating the Fair Housing Act. Federal officials found evidence that Trump had refused to rent to black tenants. Again, I like to say multicultural tenants because all black people have other descendants within them and lie to the multicultural applicants about whether apartments were available, among other um, accusations. Trump said the federal government was trying to get him to rent to welfare recipients. In the aftermath, he signed an agreement in 1975, agreeing not to discriminate to renters of color without admitting to previous discrimination. And again, a biased statement that was made by the, the he wasn't the president of the United States at that time. He was a he was of course a real estate to assume that all all multiracial people were on that. In 1989, 
that's been characterized as a modern-day lynching. Four multicultural teens and one Latino teenager. The Central Park Five, it was called, was accused of attacking and raping a jogger in New York City. Trump immediately took charge in the case, running an ad in local papers demanding bring back the death penalty, bring back our policies. The teens' convictions were later um, vindicated after they spent seven to 13 years in prison. And why do we think that is America? Could it be because of hatred towards the color of a person's skin? The teens convicted they spent, they spent 7 to 13 years, and the city then had to pay them back in restitution, $41 million and a settlement to the teens. But guess what? Trump, in, in October of 2016, said he still believes they're guilty, despite the DNA evidence to the contrary. Well, we thank the Lord. DNA, because DNA gives us an understanding of who we are, but it also either will acquit or accuse someone. And this is the man that is the President of the United States. These are not my words. I am only giving you the words. Who is now the leader of this country. And there are more um, things that I can say about it, but you can go to the Election Essential Vox Media and you can read more about it yourself. Now I'm going to go move forward and all of these things, some of these things, some of you probably didn't even know about, but you heard it today on Let's Talk. But I presented this information and again, you can go and, and, and uh, research all of this information that I gave you because I cited the sources from which I received it from. And uh, you also, therefore, you can read it for yourself. You can also go on my podcast and listen to the um, plague Zoom that we talked about that. And I also have sightings where I got the information from. I'm bringing forth facts not fiction. Now, to say all of this, we as Christians, we as believers in Jesus Christ, not believers in myself, not believers in your daddy, your mama, your brother, your sister, your pastor, none of that, the leaders of this country, we as believers in Jesus Christ must first seek out truth at all costs. Then once we seek out that truth, we are individuals feelings. It's okay to be angry, but we can't stay there because then we have to take the word of God to then taking those tools to help us process the truth and the lies that we are hearing through hate. Now I'm going to show you from a biblical perspective how you need to take captive of the spirit of hate coupled with lies, discretion, discrimination, I'm sorry, and racism. 
captive, the spirit of hate, coupled with lies, discrimination, and racism. As Christians, you have to apply the spirit of truth to counteract the spirit of hate, coupled with lies, discrimination, fear, superiority, along with racism. Number one, the minute you hear the spirit of hatred whispering in your ears, you then must understand that whatever you are listening to, speaking into your ears, into your heart, into your soul, and into your spirit, then you must utilize your weapon, which is the word of God, by quoting Ephesians 6:10 through 18, the full arm of God to counteract the enemy's schemes. Remember, Satan is known as the accuser and the father of lies. He is also known as the prince of this world. Noted, I did not say the prince of peace, but I did say the prince of this world, working in the hearts of those who can carry out his agenda. Number two, the next thing you should do is grab hold with all your hearts the scripture in times of attacks. But I tell you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who mistreat you and persecute you. This comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 44. You also need to ask the Holy Spirit of God to remove the wounds that have been targeted to your body, your soul, your heart, and your spirit. Moreover, you are not strong enough to sip out all the hatred, the lies, and the racism on your own. Because if you don't watch it, that same spirit can enter into my heart, into the next person's heart. It doesn't matter who you are. It can infiltrate, and we have to guard our hearts, our minds, our thoughts, our soul with the Word of God. And I chose these particular scriptures because I use these scriptures sometimes on a daily basis. I'm being real. Regardless of how much I know the Word, that spirit can come. And because of the, the things that you're hearing, in the media, you're hearing from your Christian brothers and sisters that you fellowship with, that you know for 10 or more years, and you're hearing this out of their mouths. You have to get a perspective from God. And like I said, I presented truth, not lies. These are not, these are not fake things I'm saying. This is facts. But once we receive those facts, we have to ask the word of the Lord and the Holy Spirit to have us to have an understanding of this leader and these leaders in this nation. And I would say, going back to another radio podcast, we did on the image of God. And I understand that there is a spirit, the spirit of lies, that Satan is infiltrating into the hearts of people who have allowed racism or lies and hate to, to do these things to another human being or to say these things to another human being.
Then last, you then need to hold on to the spirit of truth and the confession of your faith by reading words of truth as it relates to the particular issues on hate, lies, and racism. In addition, know that the Lord is in control. Do your part by praying for yourself. Show others how to pray in order to win the war against your soul. Get involved in your communities to bring change against the spirit of hate, lies, and racism in the leaders and the people that we see in America. Adding on, you need to be the child of God that he created you to be. And I will end this broadcast by saying next month my podcast will deal with hatred that has infiltrated itself into the church community through politics. Christians, we are Christians. We call ourselves Christians and children of God. We must look at this thing head on. We must listen. And even we, when they say pray for the president of this United States and the one that will come, because the president of this United States does not have all of the will of God in mind and the president to come. That's why we as Christians have to pray that the will of God is infiltrated in this earthly realm. We are not Republicans, Democrats, Independents, Tea Party. We are children of God. And if anything is being said by any leader in this country that you see, I see, I see, you hear, I hear, we must pray against that because we can see that the enemy has infiltrated these individual or this individual with racism through the different things that I have spoken through in this podcast. Lord, I end this podcast tonight by saying and praying, Holy Spirit, come upon all of us and examine us from the inside out. Examine our motive. Examine the way we were brought up, the way we were taught. Black lives matter. The word black is not a tribe. It's not, it's not a tribe. It, it doesn't come from Africa. It doesn't come from Europe. We are multicultural people that have been have, have many cultures because of the slave trade. We must embrace each other because at one form or another, we are brothers and sisters and we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And God is not into hate. He hates those that try to suppress another human being. Holy Spirit, I pray that there's insight that you give us insight, that we are led by your spirit and not by our flesh, that we are not torn apart because fear is being put out, that another race will become superior to another race. People, open your eyes. People, if you're going to be on the social media, if you're going to be on media, get facts, research, know the truth, because the truth will set us all free. In Jesus' name, amen.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.